0: Hey fam, hello, hello, hello family, I'm here with the word, you already know, it's about a dream that I had a couple hours ago, this thing hot off the press, and in this dream but I had took my sister, my kids, my nephew, my cousin, my goddaughter, and me out to eat, like she had treated, and... When we got there, it was a traditional restaurant, but it was, like, you can keep on getting, like, free refills on food. Like, whatever you buy, if you wanted more, you can get it. So, I remember that, and then the dream switches. So, then I'm, like, walking down the street in this town... That's, like, around where I live at. But this town is, like, the trenches. It's the trap. Like, you're not just walking around this town. Like, this is the trap. But I remember I was walking to this place. It was, like, kind of... It was, like, a crown-fried. And if you don't know what a crown-fried is, like, kind of like a poppy store or wherever you can get you a hood-like meal, Okay. You know, get you some check in and a sign and some Arizona tea or something. You know, whatever, whatever it is whatever. I listen. I'm gonna stay on. I'm gonna stay on. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stay focused, cause I was about to go with a tangent. I'm gonna stay focused. So, um, I remember I told the lady what I wanted, and she went, she got it, and then she came back to the register, and she asked me to have any money, and I pulled the um a dollar out of my pocket, and then she basically was like, no, like, you get it, I'll get it. So then she had dug, like, in the tip jar, and then she had asked me what my name was. And when she asked me my name, I told her my first name. And she, it was like when I, she typed in my name, and then on a printer not too far away, it was like a sticker that printed out, and it had my first and my last name on it, right? So, like, when she looked at the screen, she told me, she was like, you know, you less likely to be able to eat. And I was like, Well, I know my God. Well, first I knew that she was saying it because I was a believer. And I knew she was saying it because um I wouldn't take the mark. Cause remember, um, you know how like in your dreams, like you you be knowing stuff in your dream without somebody having to say it. Like I just knew she was saying it because I believed in Jesus and I wasn't taking the mark. And I was like, I believe that my God is the God who provides the, the manna and the quail. Like I'm not I'm not doing that. So then she handed me my food and then I started walking up the street again. And then I woke up. And then um I wanna take you to Revelation chapter thirteen. And I'ma take you to verse seven. And it says, And the beast was allowed to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And he was given authority to rule over every tribe and people and language and nation. And all the people who belong to this world worship the beast. They were they are the ones whose names were not written in the book of life that belongs to the lamb who was slaughtered before the world was made. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. Anyone who is destined for prison will be taken to prison. Anyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful. Then I saw another beast come up. Hold on, I'm going to go up. I'm going to go down. I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it because, listen. Get all of this into your spirit. Then I saw another beast come up out of the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. He exercised all the authority of the first beast and he required all the earth and his people to worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. He did astounding miracles, even making fire flash down to the earth from the sky while everyone was watching. And with all the miracles he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast, he deceived all the people who belonged to this world. He ordered the people to make a great statue of the first beast who was fatally wounded. And then came back to life. He was then permitted to give life to this statue, so that he could speak so that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that anyone refusing to worship it must die. He required everyone, small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to be given a mark on the right hand. Or on the forehead. And no one could buy or sell anything without that mark. Which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man. His number is 666. So Family. In the dream, I believe that God was signifying that we are walking into abundance. That was the first part of my dream was abundance. But while we are walking into abundance, it's spirits, it's people in the scene being used by spirits that's orchestrating the mark in the background. While we're walking into this abundance that God is giving us, right? But... What I want you to understand is that we are going to have to remain faithful to God. No matter what. No matter what, we got to remain faithful. I knew that my God will provide the manna and quail because I was not bowing down. I was not taking that mark because I know that my God is a provider. I, I remain faithful. Okay? And we have to get to the point. And our faith where we wholeheartedly trust in the Lord, whether we are in abundance or we are in lack. Because let me tell you something, once you take that mark, you are not inheriting the kingdom of God. You're not. That's for the people that are perishing in this world. Um... Remember when the stimulus first started I think it was the first stimulus when the pandemic hit and they was trying to um put that that bill in for the digital dollar, they was trying to start it then, yo. And then um what about the chain shortage, like they were already trying to orchestrate it and how you could pay in the app at all these different places, and then, like, they're they're slowly getting it together to where they are going to have the power to shut your money off, to shut everything off when you don't comply, when you don't bow down. It's happening before our eyes, but God is for us. We are going to walk into a season of abundance to prepare us for the season of lack. God will provide. You have to remember, God will provide. Remember when Abraham was about to uh, sacrifice Isaac and they was getting like, Abraham was getting the stuff ready and Isaac was like, uh, where's the sheep for the sacrifice? And Abraham said, God will provide the sacrifice. You got to understand that God will provide all that you need. He already has provided the sacrifice. He provided Jesus for you. Put your trust in him. Okay? Put your trust in him because listen, you either going to be all in or you not. Do not be blinded like these people that are perishing in this world. Do not be blinded. Do not allow this world To conform you to it. Okay? Be not conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. When you have Jesus, you have all that you need. I would suggest that, you know, if you don't fast regularly, just try to start fasting just first for your relationship with God, for you to get closer and you to get more revelation and you to get more insight and for you to just build that bond with the Lord. But also that fasting ain't going to hurt when the time come, okay? When you know you, you, you not going to be able to buy nothing. You're not going to be able to sell nothing. And then also I believe that the kingdom, we we do need unity in the body because we need to be able to trade with one another. You know, you know, if you good, what I teach my kids is if one of them good, the other one should be good because they brother and sister. And that's what I believe that this this abundance that's happening, God is preparing us for what the enemy is trying to do in the background. and And just listen to what God tells you to do. Don't when you get this abundance, don't blow your inheritance, but ask God, what do you need me to do with this? Okay? Just like just like Pharaoh, they had seven years of prosperity and then they had seven years of famine. If they would have blown through them crops when it was prosperous, they would not have enough through the famine. You gotta prepare for what is to happen next okay family i'm gonna let you go i just pray this word bless you and i pray that you just go to god and you just take this word to god and you let him give you more revelation through this word okay i love you so 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 much but let's not forget that most importantly jesus loves you bye